welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that takes a wee dram of whiskey in its hot toddies. For, for medical reasons. Now, I am your host, Dr. Fuzzy Dan MD, GTA CBF, and joining me today is my pharmacist of funny, it's Mr. Doody Dutram. How are we today, sir? Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Sorry. There's, there's, a, there's a reason why I'm very McGregory, um, <coughs> as I'm sure the title has given away for this week's episode. <laughs> McGregory, eh? Uh, yeah. There we go. I it's like McGregor it. syndrome, what Alfred dies from where Mr. Freeze saves him in Batman and Robin. Really? There we go. Now we know something. Well, now I know something. You knew it already, but uh, and I'm sure our fellow nerds knew it as well. Uh, But but we're not here today to talk about McGregor Syndrome. We are here today to talk about games, video games in all sorts of forms. Mm. I'm going to kick it off with with our news today, and we're going to talk about the big bit of news this week. Halo Infinite is being infinitely delayed. Well, not infinitely. It doesn't bother, <laughs> it, doesn't bother me. <laughs> <laughs> it has been delayed until 2021. Bum, bum, bum. What is happening? I, mean, I think I, I think Ian put it in the nerd chat best. It's like, well, they're going to be working on skeletal stuff due to sort of the global pandemic. Sure, sure. Um, so it's, it's going to be hard for them to sort of up the ante after everyone saw the, the sort of the, you know, what, 15 minutes of gameplay and whatever. And this was like... It's pretty, but eh, it's, it's it's Borderlandsy Fortnite levels of graphics. It's not like the high res, high detail shit of Halo of old. Um, no, absolutely. Does not. it bother me? Does it bother me that Halo's not coming? No. Will it bother others? Fuck yes, it will. It's it was also supposed to be their big launch title for their new Xbox. It was, uh, and now it's coming at a later date. Um, so it'd be like if Sony did the same thing with say Spider Man for me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah, it'd it'd be huge to miss out on that. And I mean. Yeah, it was it was one of the big pluses out of the uh, the conference that they had recently. So, mm. um, yeah, I think this is a this is a huge piece of news uh, for for everybody involved in the Xbox launch. Um, yeah, and I think I, to be honest, I think PlayStation just added an extra couple hundred dollars to their launch price um, because <laughs> they're gonna like if they've got titles to go at launch it's going to be the huge difference we've talked about this previously right yeah 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 um so it it looks like yeah i can't think of anything apparently xbox has about 30 games at launch when they launch now that's not all triple a games that'll be on their game pass and they're more their indie developers but I'm on a Viking high at the moment because I've been watching Vikings, I've been playing For Honor, or I've bought For Honor again, um, and Good I'm Lord. waiting for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, so <laughs> I'm, I'm excited to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla on a Series X. Yeah, look, I mean, uh, it's, it's still going to be fun. I think the, 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 the platform itself will be fine. It's more to, mm. to look at, the, I suppose, the amount of next-gen titles on there. Now, I, I think what, what happens with all of these, you look at... I want to see what the system can do. I don't just necessarily want to see indie games because indie games you'll get twenty or thirty of those, you know, on on launch. Play, PlayStation will probably have a bunch as well. Like it's that's fine. I want to see the big titles. Like that's the thing that you buy the machine for. So the, the launch titles are, are absolutely critical. And they they kept you know making a big deal in the showcase. Oh well, we're going to launch with the most games of any platform. It's like yeah, no, no, no. You don't get to count all of that back catalog bullshit. Like I get it. But we need to see titles like Halo Infinite, and we're not going to until at least next year. So, 
Yeah, big big miss with this one. Yeah, only only uh, only time will tell as well whether you know when twenty twenty one rocks around. Does Halo look like it should sort of look when when it does eventually release at some point? Yeah, and look, I mean, from what we saw, like it looked like a little bit. It, it was going to be a little bit of fun. Some of the character modeling, yeah, whatever. Um, the guns looked cool. I think we we definitely got from what we saw. It, it was definitely the uh, the demo level of uh, of that game. And yeah. yeah, I don't know how much else is ready. Like it feels like now that that was about as much as they could have got, um, and everything else is still in pieces. So, yeah, given that state and the state of the world at the moment, it's it's highly unlikely that we're going to see anything until at least mid next year. Um, that would be probably the earliest if they're in a, a messed up state at this time. Yeah, exactly. So only we just have to wait, basically. Time will tell. We will see. Um, moving on to the next piece of news. Um, this is a really interesting one for uh, for the Tony Hawks fans out there. Um, Tony Hawks uh, Pro Skater One and Two, obviously in the remaster coming out very shortly. Um, they have actually gone ahead and renamed one of the tricks in the game. Um, now everyone will be familiar with the uh, the mute grab. Um, dirty. Not sure if you are. Not sure how much of a Tony Hawk's fan you are. Um, but they. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, the mute grab has like this long and storied history, um, where basically it was um, there was a guy that they used to skate with who invented the trick, um, and he didn't speak to a lot of people, and everyone thought he was he was mute, so they called it the mute grab. Uh, it turns out the guy was actually deaf and didn't like to speak to people because it just made himself sound weird when he did it. So they um, yeah. <laughs> so they've gone back and now. Tony Tony Hawk has actually uh, spoken to this guy and uh, gotten his permission to to change it all around, and they're going to call it the Weddle Grab, which is apparently the guy's name. So, um, yeah, so named after the creator uh, Chris Weddle. Uh, it's about forty years ago that they uh, he, he started doing this move. So, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be coming out in the uh, the next Pro Skater game. So, anytime you go for a mute grab, uh, it's going to be called a Weddle. So, it's a, I thought it was kind of a nice feel good news story. Yeah, yeah, something something we need during these um, rough times. Yeah, and it's uh, there's a really interesting story about it. And um, if you go to Tony Hawk's Instagram um, uh, page, uh, sorry, his Twitter page, it's it's actually up on there. He's uh, he's got the full story of it and um, how it came about and what they're doing to change all of it. So really, really interesting stuff. Um, but yeah, that'll that'll be featuring uh, as part of the new remastered edition of Tony Hawk's. Which I can say right now, like after playing Skater XL, I am so much more fucking excited about Pro Skater. <laughs> I need to wash the taste of XL out of my mouth. So, yes, looking yeah. forward to that. Uh, moving on to the next piece of news, uh, Sam Fisher is back. He is, baby. He's back, sort of. and he's coming to a new split. No, no, sorry, checking my notes. He's coming to Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> He is, yes. He's, uh, he's going to be an attacking operator um, from leaks that I... Uh, well, they've officially sort of shown that uh, he's coming to, to Siege. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a data mine leak and someone's gone through and figured out how he will play. Um, he'll be an attacking operator who will shoot out uh, sort of like sticky cams. Um, so And the sticky cams will have like a laser sort of uh, zapping feature to it. Okay. Um, so if you play it as Twitch, if you're an attacker, Twitch has got the drone that has like a little zapping laser target on it and you can use that to shoot out cameras or uh, or other gadgets. Um, Sam Fisher is going to be like Valkyrie and sort of Twitch or Valkyrie and Maestro put together. So he'll shoot a, a sticky camera onto a wall as an attacker. So if, if you're wanting to see what's behind a wall, you can shoot a sticky cam onto it and then take a look at your, you know, your phone 
real quick to see what's behind the wall and you can use it to destroy enemy gadgets. So if there's a fucking battery electrifying a wall and you can't, you know, put an explosive to it, you can shoot a camera into the room and try and shoot out the uh, the gadgets. So looks like it's going to be pretty cool, pretty fun. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'll, I'll give you my review when he is released. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's uh, Look, I, I think seeing Sam Fisher in this game, and obviously he was in um, the Ghost Recon game as well, um, mm. I, I feel like it's it's increasingly more unlikely that we're ever going to get a Splinter Cell game ever again. <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of hopeful. Like, may, maybe the what the current mold for a Splinter Cell game is probably turning into uh, Watch Dogs Legion because it looks like it's going to have a lot of stealth mechanics to it. Mm. Um, but, yeah, maybe it's sort of like, all right, he did well in Ghost Recon. If we put him in Siege and if he does well there, do people still want him? Yeah. Sort of thing. Oh, look, I, I don't think um, it's... Yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I'm interested to... S- yeah, sorry. I, I don't think it's it's anything to do with whether or not people want him. I think people want him. I think um, I was reading some stuff and hearing some chatter about um, about people's views on it, and apparently the the general consensus is that it doesn't track uh, like the Splinter Cell game itself doesn't track with um, Ubisoft's business model um, as far as how they produce games. They want to play games to be online. They want to um, uh, multiplayer options. They want to be able to sell skins to char- yeah, for characters and all the rest of it. And it doesn't track with like a true um, like Sam Fisher Splinter Cell game because it's all dark and you know it's that sneaky mechanics and all the rest of it and yeah there were some multiplayer functions within it but I don't think there's enough in there to actually make it a I suppose a big selling property um, or something that will constantly generate cash for them so um, yeah, so I think we're probably more likely to see him popping up all over the place um, in uh, all sorts of various forms. And yeah, Rainbow Six Siege, you know, good platform for that because multiplayer game, you, you're constantly buying and upgrading and you know, reinvesting into the game. So it works for them. Um, so I think it's probably, yeah, again, unlikely to see a Splinter Cell game unless they go back and, you know, strongly produce a, you know, a great single player game that, um, that you can't, you know, you can't continue to buy into yeah yeah and, and you can you can continue to buy into um like assassin's creed what's the fucking one i'm playing at the moment odyssey where you can buy fucking different skins and outfits and this and that sure. and all that sort of crap like that and sort of bypass a lot of the game just by instantly leveling up so maybe that's what they might do if if they ever do go back to Splinter Cell. it's weird though like yeah you're talking about a game called assassin's creed you know where you are an assassin who's supposed to sneak around and kill people and that model of that game has completely disappeared it is no longer like it used to be you know where you're creeping around and jumping down from the shit it's it's very rarely that now so I think even that it's, it's a lot like a Witcher game yeah it, it's like the game style has changed dramatically from what it used to be or from what it started as um, so yeah it'd be very interesting to see uh, where they go but yeah again no more Splinter Cell games I almost guarantee we're never going to see another one at least not until uh, that property gets uh, picked up by somebody else Mm, I think the last thing they worked on was that Toys to Life Ubisoft game, which that Starfighter one. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's a while ago. Um, Moving on, we've got uh, a game that did go officially live this week uh, that I know Duty's a big fan of. Risk of Rain 2 has gone to version 1.0. Oh, it's a damn fucking fun game, man. (laughs) Um, If you... If you type in Risk of Rain onto YouTube and type Risk of Rain Review, there are basically like three reviews that come up, one of them being our mate G-Man Lives and then one of them being ours. <laughs> um, it's it's honestly a stupendous game. Yeah. It's fantastic. It's, it's one of my favorite indie games in general just because 
It's got massive replay value. It's just cool, great fun, picking up, you know, different weapon or weapon attachments and upgrades and stuff like that to sort of just keep the game going. Um, I don't know how much it's going for, but I know it is on PS4, Switch, Xbox, and PC. Yeah. Um, I don't know the going rate of what they're, they're selling for, but... Look, if you're looking for a four-player indie fun co-op game, that's a pretty fucking sweet way to go. I can tell you right now, I think it's around... They've got a special going on at the moment. It is around about, let's have a look, $23.16 Australian. Um, so, that's not bad. Yeah, so that's, if you're looking for a little, uh, a little game... Uh, that will keep you going for a long time and uh, be a lot of fun. Risk of Rain 2 is out now. Yeah, a lot of people say if you want more of this style of game, play Dead Cells. Yeah, <laughs> which brings me on to my next piece of news. Thank you for the segue. Uh, <laughs> Dead Cells has had its 20th free update launch this week. That's right, folks. 2-0. Uh, 2-0 updates. Uh, this is called the Barrels of Fun update. Uh, it's added uh, a new biome, which is an alternative to High Peak Castle. So High Peak Castle is like the penultimate level. Um, it's a real mm. pain in the ass. Um, so that's uh, that's available for people. There are new weapons, new enemies, and new mechanics, and a new soundtrack. They've updated the soundtrack as well. It's fucking crazy. Like, they, these guys just keep delivering on a game that cost almost... Uh, well, it's about the same price as Risk of Rain to buy, and it's just it's fucking crazy good. It's so good that they just keep releasing content for it. So... Um, check that out. I think it's around about the same price now, about probably about twenty five bucks. So. Yeah, yeah, it's it's on Game Pass as well. I know, and I have it on Steam. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, no, look, it's it's still good. I um, I started playing again yesterday and had a look through some of the new biome and checking it all out. It's yeah, it's really good. It's just more content. There's just so much to go through, um, and mm. uh, as soon as you open up different areas and have a look through. Um, yeah, you can just check out some of these new enemy types and it's just, it blows your mind. They have also updated uh, some of the existing biomes and put new different enemies within those as well, um, which can catch you by surprise if you're not looking out for it. So check it out. Um, yeah, Dead Cells 20th free update out this week. Um, it'll come out on uh, on the consoles much later, um, but it, at least it's available on the PC version, which is awesome. Uh, speaking of PC versions and things online and things happening, Red Dead Online. Let's talk about that. Um, <laughs> Jeez, what have they done now? Or what haven't they done? <laughs> well, you see, Daddy. Uh, this week, apparently, they launched a new patch and made a, a patch to the Red Dead Online environment, and it mm-hmm. has almost completely broken it. <laughs> really? Uh, Shit. We're talking unplayable. We've had uh, guns not firing, we've had animals disappearing, we've had. Uh, chariots on fire we've had all sorts of stuff that has just literally broken this game and it looks terrible it, it just the whole community is just going what the actual fuck is happening right now um yeah it, it, and it wouldn't be a massive community but it, it, yeah. jesus christ get your words out dude um, it wouldn't be a massive community but it would be a dedicated community mm. Absolutely, you saw. Uh, we, we've talked about them a bit. They've had like you know social justice stuff going on, and they you know, kicked out all the Nazis and all the rest of it. It's it's a very interesting community to say the least. But I'm pretty sure by the sounds of it, Rockstar have completely given up on everything to do uh, with Red Dead Online. They're literally just keeping the lights on. They had a couple of like you know recent releases about like you know new hunting um, stuff and new gear and yeah, that shit was cool. I tried that. Out. It wasn't bad. Yeah, and yeah, look, apparently though, some of the um, some of the stuff now is just not working anymore. So whether or not they'll patch it and fix it and make it better, I don't know. 
I think they just they just keep planning to feed the beast that is GTA Online for forever. Um, yeah, and they ha- they did do a patch shit maybe four months ago or so mm-hmm. uh, for single player where they added some of the like the popular multiplayer weapons into single player. Oh, okay, so, yeah, um, sure. If you want to go back and play single player and just redo the campaign, um, there's new weapons to unlock in the stores that previously weren't there. Like the uh, it's the revolver that the the man in black from Westworld has that has the single shotgun round in the in the middle of the chamber. Lovely, um, yes. Where if you get fucking someone trying to run up onto you, you just press down on the D pad real quick and you fire your I, shotgun round. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> okay, fucking bang. Yes. Oh, that's 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 cool. At least they've done something like that. Like that was that was always my biggest problem with that. There was always these you know areas within um, Red Dead Online that when I was playing the single player game, there was like, oh, you know, you, you come back here later on and you can buy this house. It's like, fuck you for saving all of that good stuff for the multiplayer. They did exactly what they did with yeah. you know, GTA. And it's, I actually kind of enjoy just having a single player experience in those worlds. I don't particularly want to share it with others. And if I would like to have a single player experience with all of those cool features, let me have it. Um, but yes, not to be... Not to be. Um, that is not the way that they make money. Um, so, <laughs> good luck to them. I, I hope it falls over and blows up in their face and they have to release a new game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a new Red Dead. <laughs> Anything. Just a new game. I, I just want Rockstar to keep making games because they do make good single-player games. They fucking shield themselves out in the multiplayer. But the single-player games are still worth it. They're still fun. They are still good quality. And I'll still keep playing them while they make good games. Yeah, it's worth the price of admission. Absolutely. Uh, but there we go. That is the news for this week. Did you have anything else you wanted to raise, buddy? Uh, not that I can think of. Things I can probably bring up while we're talking about the games of this week. Absolutely. We'll get on to them very quickly. But first, we have a sponsor. They are the Culture Shop Collectibles. <laughs> Who are they, Duty? Motherfucker, you got it all in one sentence. <laughs> if I keep talking, uh, you can't talk over me. <laughs> Culture Shock Collectibles, of course, are the uh, the sponsors of the Shake and Not Noob podcast. They are a collectible uh, online mega seller. And what do I mean by mega seller? Well, they're great mates to us, and now they're great mates to you. Um, so, in comparison, there are there is one big company in Australia that sells a lot of. Uh, Popular culture items, without talking of their name, their customer service is fucking shit house. We're on the on side B. We've got Culture Shock collectibles. Now, if you message Michael at Culture Shock about, can you get this item? How long until this item arrives? What's left on my pre-order? He'll get back to you in less than a day. Generally, about two hours or so. Mm. Um, so. I think next week or the week after, my Dragon Dagger should arrive. For those of you who don't know what the Dragon Dagger is, just listen to the number two sound effect on the soundboard of Shake and Not Nerd. That's what the Dragon Dagger is. So when that arrives, I'll be doing it live on the show <laughs> and playing around with it. Um, I've also fi- uh, paid off my Darth Maul, or sorry, not Darth Maul, my Maul Hot Toys, which should arrive roughly November. Um, so it's uh, going to be pretty cool. Uh, it's my apparent last Star Wars Hot Toy figure again. Yes, there you go. Mm. Uh, uh, so you can find them online at cultureshockcollectibles.com the link's in the description below now if you spend 50 bucks or more you get free shipping where everywhere else is spend 100 mm. spend 150 get, and he's, he's got a I think it's a 6 figure Funko Pop pack for like 50 bucks or 60 bucks or something and there's a guaranteed rare in that box mm. um, so if you're a Funko, Fo- Funko Pop collector there you go and if you get a duplicate just give it to a nephew or a niece or a friend or whatever <laughs> give it away give it away now um speaking of giving it away did you see this week they had um the super shredder from uh teenage mutant ninja turtles to the secret of the ooze 
Yeah, he's fucking huge. <laughs> he looks bad ass. Um, yeah. I think all of the pre-orders for that sold out like almost immediately. Um, so if you're into that stuff, um, you're too late. Uh, but definitely keep it. Oh no, wait, they are back up. So he has announced today that the pre-orders for that are back up and available. So he's got some access to some more. So if you're into yeah. uh, TMNT two, the secret of the use, the super shredder is in there. He is awesome. Oh, and now that. Uh now that Hasbro own uh, the toy rights for Power Rangers, Hasbro are doing what Transformers have been doing for years, um, but they're releasing new uh, Megazords or uh, normal Zords. Uh, of course, if you buy them all, you can, you know, sort of like a like Devastator, you can put them all together. Oh. Um, so the pre-orders for that's going to be going up, so it's going to be the new Hasbro Megazord uh, figures, and you better believe I'll be getting that. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Your house is just going to be one big Power Rangers shrine. Yeah, I've got a shelf dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. CultureShockCollectibles.com for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Now, Dirty, we've got a couple of games to review this week. Uh, let's get started quickly. We're going to talk about um, Avengers, the, uh, the the beta. We uh, we actually both had access to this last week over the weekend. We played some of this together. And, um, yeah, let's just give a little bit. Of, I know you talked about it briefly last week, uh, but let's mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about it in a bit more detail right now. Uh, so that the people can understand what's going on. Um, we, we had a chance to play a couple of levels together and see what was going on. I stayed as my favourite character, character, the Hulk. He's, he's smashing and awesome. Uh, and Duty, <laughs> Duty tried a couple of different characters, and yeah, we, we had some times. Yeah, I, I will say playing with friends, and this can generally be said about any game, but playing with friends, especially Avengers, is is a lot of fun. Um, I think this I, game I, I especially, least... like this style of game, um, yeah. if you look at yeah. it like how the, the levels were structured, very Destiny-like, um, I think is, oh, is the, the reference I've been hearing a lot. So I think, um, yeah, Destiny-style missions... Like waves of enemies, you know, control space, that kind of stuff. Just you know, you, you, it's essentially the same kind of idea, but with Avengers characters. Yeah, and that was a that was a business model that a lot of developers were trying to go to. I think it was like the Amy Hennig fucking Star Wars game that was supposed to come out at some point. They um they they cancelled the single player Uncharted style of it because they wanted to go down a Destiny path, and that, this is what they're sort of doing with Avengers. Um, but I, it, it was a. I think it's a load of fun when you're when obviously everyone's playing as their own favourite character. Mm. Uh, as you were saying, you're playing as a Hulk. I was running around as Iron Man most of the time, and just the mechanics of you know Fuzzy's on the ground, he's smashing the living shit out of everything. But then there's aerial drones coming in and just shooting him from the sky. And Hulk does has does have a ranged attack, but they're very slow, and the drones can just quickly move out of the way. So you just have those sort of those awesome video gaming moments where you see the Hulk's on the ground, he's beating the shit out of a giant robot, he's standing on top of it just fucking screaming, but he's getting shot by drones, and then, you know, from Fuzzy's point of view, I'd fly through the, you know, through the area and just shoot a fuckload of rockets and lasers and shit, and you just see them all explode. So you have that sort of, that, that those movie moments where you see, you know, Iron Man does his shit, and then it goes past and Hulk's doing his thing and fucking all that sort of stuff. Mm, absolutely, um, yeah. It would be nice if they would, um, they'd have some, like, combination powers, that would be pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, 
where if you, you sort of, if you block as Captain America and shoot your beams as Iron Man into the shield, you can sort of bounce it around the room. Mm. That might be something you can do, and it's it's going to be a service of life game like Destiny, so they might add that in, or it might even just be in there. We might not know about it, um, but there were there was loads of those sort of awesome, cool, fun sort of times, and even as you know, as the Hulk is running around, you know, Fuzzy's doing all this damage, you're causing a lot of aggro and all the enemies are just surrounding you and then you turn around and just go, hey man, I need some help and you know, you do your ultimate I turn into the fucking Hulkbuster and it just turns into this giant wreck fest and yeah. I had a lot of fun playing it with, uh, with, with friends. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes a, a big difference to this game. I tried a few of the missions on my own and they, they mm-hmm. obviously bought up um, the rest of the uh, the crew but it's just uh, like they're, they're just a little bit dumb in some of the uh, the activities. So there's a bunch of activities where it's like, oh, you need to stand and control this particular area and make sure that the you know, the, the bad guys don't control it. But the bot-controlled yep. uh, characters don't actually do any of that, so you're having to do it all yourself. It feels like, you know, even despite having other uh, uh, other characters there, that you are very much alone. So being able to communicate as a group makes a big, big difference. Um, but yes, there are. I will say, despite all of the fun, there are a lot of a lot of negatives that have been noticed so far. Um, we had some massive issues with uh, frame rate drops, uh, <laughs> where it was just like, yeah, you know, it, it was like the the console was having a seizure. It just like kept stuttering between frames the moment any action happened. Um, yeah, if there were a lot of enemies on the screen in a in a big open sort of sandboxy area it just went to like six frames a second mm. but when we were fighting bosses in a closed in sort of enclosed area like you know a dome or something it wasn't that bad but when it's like it's got so much data to deal with it just fucking hated it yeah yeah so i think that that was a that's a huge issue especially like that was just two of us playing imagine you know and we were using all of our special powers and all the rest of it and you know that was fine imagine if there was four of you playing at the same time all doing your ulties and like trying to get into it i think that the whole game might fucking crash so um it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out uh in the future mm, yeah um we've had uh yeah there's been a lot of bad press this week as well um you know people getting their hands on uh, their beta copies but also uh, we're seeing a bunch of special editions or um special skins and all the rest of it being exclusively launched for various you know mobile service providers in the states um we've got the, the i i did see that it was like at&t or horizon oh, probably a horizon because at&t is warner brothers but yeah. yeah it was something like oh you know sign up with horizon and get these exclusive skins and i looked at the skins just to see mm-hmm. what they were uh and it was just like red and silver like the horizon colors like it wasn't a, a sweet you know, Captain America outfit from a fucking movie yeah. or a book. It is the standard outfit in the Horizon colors. And people are like, oh my God, this is shit. And I'm like, dude, do you remember when Arkham Knight came out? And if you got a bottle of Mountain Red Dew from a certain fucking fast food place in the US, you got to play as fucking Thomas Wayne Batman. <laughs> that was the only way to get that skin was get this soft drink at this retailer to get one skin. Yeah. You could never get it after that. Well, they, like it's not that bad. The, I mean, they've done the same here. Like, so they've got, um, yeah, obviously got this thing for uh, Verizon. They've got um, a couple other providers. I think there's also um, if you can if you buy specially marked packs of five gum, um, you can get actually it's. 
It's so bad. And I think it's just gotten to this point now where they are literally turning into this money-making franchise. So they are the the money wheels are spinning already and it's going to be exclusivity across the board. Um, you know, buy our product and you can get this special skin. And I'm just going to tell you right now, there's access to a bunch of skins within the game already. You don't need any more. I don't think you really do need any more. No. It's unless it was like a you know if it was an item that I am already sort of getting at the supermarket or something like that. Yeah. It's like you know, get a can of Red Bull and fucking get this sort of skin. And if if the skin wasn't oh it's a blue and red version of the same outfit, um, then I'm like yeah sweet fine because I was going to get that anyways. Like I think Gears of War Five had a thing with Monster Energy Drink where it was like oh buy the limited Gears cans and get weapon skins. And then you looked at the weapon skins and went. No, because they're just alternate version colours of the existing skins. Yeah. It's nothing different. I, I I sort of get it and I see it, but I also, if it's a product that I'm already going to sort of get, like, no shit, I'm going to yeah. buy six blocks of fucking top deck. Well, then if it's got a free game code in it, sweet. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> the thing. If you're already purchasing these products, absolutely fantastic. I would highly recommend that anybody that is purchasing this game or thinking about purchasing this game, um, firstly, think twice, uh, but also don't go out of your way to sign up to a service that's going to get you a special skin because I honestly don't think it's going to make two shits of a difference once you're in the game. You are not going to notice it. It's going to be a fleeting thing and you're going to have spent X amount of dollars to, to get yourself a new skin. I think it's it, oh, shit, it's yeah. going to be very interesting. I, I honestly don't know which direction this game's going to go in. Um, it's uh, like Judy says, lots of fun with friends, but I think it comes with a, a fair share of issues. And I would like to see a big, a much bigger variety of mission levels um, than we saw because they were very, very um, ordinary. Um, as yeah, these the, the beta ones we were playing are the other war table ones, which are generally just sort of yeah. they're like those Destiny quick mission sort of things. Yeah, um, I. Th- I think there's an the PlayStation open beta is this weekend yes, and it adds yeah. two more playable characters. Okay. Um, so I'm interested one of them's got to be Thor and the other one either is going to be Captain America or Hawkeye. Yeah. Like they're your only option. Is there an option to um, remove Kamala Khan from the game because this game already has entirely <laughs> too much of her in it? It's ugh. you fucking hate her. Look, I don't hate her. I don't let me just get this straight. I don't hate her as a character. What I hate is I'm buying an Avengers game to play as an Avenger and Kamala Khan is not been an Avenger for the last like you know 10 years or whatever it is of the Marvel Universe run. So I want to see the Marvel Cinematic Universe characters on the screen when I'm playing my game. I don't need you know Mr. Fantastic, the female version in my game it's it doesn't add anything to me and in fact it detracts from the fact that i would want to play as the other characters so apparently as well the uh, the x-men might be on the table to join this game oh good lord <laughs> <laughs> oh no i mean <laughs> please Wolverine no is an avenger so it's, it's fine oh, just uh oh. wait isn't conan the barbarian a savage avenger yeah, so is. can we get Conan the? If, okay, look, I'll say it right now. If Conan the Barbarian gets into this game, I will. I will. I will definitely get that character. <laughs> That's fine because the characters are fucking free. <laughs> All characters in the game are free. excellent. My favorite price. So yeah, there we go. Um, Avengers Beta is out now. We're we're going to be checking out some more of it this weekend. Um, but yeah, if you get an opportunity, to, I think it's the the free launch for PlayStation owners this weekend. Yeah. 
I think so, yeah. Um, so I would recommend trying it out. I think the Xbox One comes in the following week. Um, so, yeah, definitely try it out for free and see if this game is for you. I think you get a really good indication about whether or not you'll be buying it um, at launch time. Uh, so yeah, and that's what I love when betas come out. It's like, free beta, I'll give it a crack. Yeah. Then, I'll, then I'll get my gauge from it sort of thing, rather than spending 60 bucks and hating it. Okay, absolutely. Oh, look, uh, actually, just as a piece of news on the, the side before we move on to our next review, um, I did want to quickly mention about free stuff. Um, if you go on the Epic Games Store, uh, I believe uh, today from when this, um, for 24 hours only, uh, from when this podcast is launched, um, the Troy Total War game is available for free. Um, so it's available for free on only on the Epic Games Store for the first 24 hours, and then after that it's charged at the uh, the normal price. So, um, yeah, if you are listening to this podcast in time, you will have heard my message and downloaded your free game. Um, otherwise, <laughs> you might be shit out of luck. <laughs> Uh, otherwise, carry on. <laughs> otherwise, carry on. Nothing to see here, and we will talk about Troy Total War next week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, Duty, you wanted to talk a little bit about Fall Guys, which you've uh, you played over the week. Uh, yes, Fall Guys. It's the new hip craze that everyone is going nuts for. IGN's going nuts for it. All the news press articles are going nuts for it, and I'm here to tell you that it's not fucking good. Ooh. <laughs> Review completed. No, it's 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 Wipeout, it's MXC, it's all of those sort of, you know, the catchy sort of game showy style of game where you and 59 other Jelly Bean styled characters race from one side of a map to another or work together as a team to capture these things or avoid things or collect items. Sort of it randomly changes th- between game modes. It's sort of like a Mario Party Battle Royale without the board. It's just the mini games. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... it's, it's this game is as best been said as it is made for Twitch bait. It is a hundred percent. Hey, come watch me stream and play oh, this game. I'm seeing um, it. I'm seeing it absolutely everywhere. Like, yeah, just you look around, you you scroll through Twitter for two seconds, and you've seen like thirty fucking Fall Guys videos. Like, people yeah, come love come it. watch me play Fall Guys. Come watch me. Like, I will admit, I have watched our friends Miscellaneous play Fall Guys, but they are that's because they are our friends and they are fucking entertaining. The game is fucking boring. Um, it's 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 a game that if you're not playing with friends or you're not a Twitch streamer, you're going to have no fun with it. Um, I've spoken uh, briefly with uh, with one of our listeners, uh, Kristen, about it, and she's like, "Oh, this is how far she's gotten," and I'm just went, I just fucking returned it. I played it for about <laughs> an hour and a half, and then just went. Steam's thing is two hours. I'm getting rid of it now because I'm fucking hating it. Yeah, um, that's. I mean, that, that if, if you're playing a game within that within that first hour, I think a lot of the time you'll know if you're into a game. It, you you yeah. get enough of a, a taste of it to know, hey, that's either my thing or it really, really isn't. Yeah, and, and a lot of people are saying as well, oh, it's free, get it. It's not free. It's free this month on PlayStation Plus. Then it is $30. A $30 Battle Royale game where Fortnite and Warzones and Apex is free. $30 for this? Fuck no. <laughs> Five? Sure. 30 Hell no. Um <laughs> Well, I don't want to get into too much to it. Um, there is a video review if you want to see some gameplay and some more positives about it. And there's also some clips of me and my friends raging while we're playing it uh, and, and talking shit about the game. Um, should you want to take a look at that, that's that's there for you. Go nuts. Um, but yeah, honestly, man, I, I uninstalled this. I refunded it. And now I'm just like, all right, yeah, cool. Much happier oh, look, for it. For Honor was on sale for twenty eight ninety five. Fuck yeah, I'll play that again. See, that's where you lose me in your argument, Duty. You're talking about For Honor. Anyway, 
Dude, it's fucking different now. It's fucking red. Anyway, uh, let's move on move to on. the uh, the big, big piece of news this week. Uh, we got access to UFC 4. Um, that is uh, out this week for everybody who's a UFC fan or a fighting fan. Um, if you just mm-hmm. like to punch people in the street, um, UFC 4 <laughs> is the game for you. Um, we have had a bit of fun with this one. It is, uh, I think the last time that they had a release was UFC 3 in 2018. Uh, so yep. this is the updated version of that. They've uh, they've changed a bunch of controls around. Uh, they have updated the grappling system. They've uh, The takedown system's new as well. Uh, there's a bunch of new things in this game. Um, and whether you like it or not, it's here to stay. So... Uh, <laughs> I, I've played a bit. I, I, I went through. Um, I'm still not, I suppose, at the full review stage, but I'm definitely going through it now. Um, I played a, mm. a lot of the career mode. Um, checked out a bunch of stuff within that. Um, there's, there's a. Oh, I suppose it's a very sort of RPG elements to it, where you can upgrade your character um, with different stats. You can learn different moves, which has been really fun. Um, I found that to be really cool to actually kind of customize your fighter to be the way that you want to fight. And uh, the way that you yeah yeah you're not you're not slotted into a particular fighting no style. that's right and you can I mean you you pick a basic you know base level fighting style but you can really adapt it from there and I think it's been really interesting because uh, like you know and then I went and played a bit of sort of the general combat after having customized my character and all the move sets were different and yeah you, it's it's very unique to each of the characters and there are so many characters here it's almost like you know this gigantic Mortal Kombat list of characters that yeah. You have to learn their specific moves for, or how it fits together within their fight style. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, there are a bunch of cosmetics within this game where uh, EA specialises in making the cash. Um, they have uh, you can you can buy different outfits for people. Um, you can wear all sorts of different gear, like you know gold chains when you're in the ring. Um, you can get giant Dragon Ball Z haircuts. Um, (laughs) you can make yourself look like a Viking like Duty's character has Uh, how fucking cool does he look (laughs) so many so many tattoos I think Duty got one he looked at the tattoo list and he said sir I will have one of everything Um, I looked at the tattoo list and went all of these suck but if I put them together (laughs) (laughs) maybe look I think that's a really like it's a cool option for that like the um, uh, the updating system for that uh, it's very similar to that um, the Moto GP game that I played this year, um, where you can sort of layer on different um, different designs and all sorts of stuff and make your own thing. So I think that's kind of cool. Um, the customization options. I'm really looking forward to seeing um, what will come out of that. I think there'll be some really cool things. Um, uh, but yeah, so that's that's all within that game. So you um, yeah, you design your character, you train him you fight him um it's it's yeah it's exactly like the experience that you think it would be uh it takes time you build up for each of the fights and then you go out there and you fight guys and uh, that's where the fun really starts that's so fucking <laughs> <laughs> are you are you enjoying the combat duty i i am i'm i'm this game of course it's a fighting simulator it's not necessarily like mortal Kombat and all that sort of stuff <laughs> unless like you that. go into the kumite mode which we'll talk about later <laughs> <laughs> but uh, oh yeah that's just that's that's fucking Mortal Kombat um, but it's it's a simple it's a it's a fighting simulator and to be honest the only other simulator game that we play or at least I play is Formula 1 2020 and seeing as this is a sporting game it's in contendership like legitimate contendership with being my sporting game of the year um, it's it, the combat is brutal hearing you know 
hearing a fucking fist hit a nose, you hear that crunch, you hear the crowd go, whoa! You hear the commentators, you hear everything, and it, it really immerses you. And I'm not a massive UFC guy. I like Conor McGregor. I watch his shit, but that's it. Um, and as I was sort of playing UFC 4, I've, uh, I've, I've said to, to Ian, I'm like, hey, Ian, who's a, who is your favorite UFC fighter again? He's like, oh, George St. Pierre. And I'm like, fuck it, I'll do a George St. Pierre versus Conor McGregor fight. And it was fucking awesome. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm having a load of fun with this. I'm liking the that it's not... It can just be a simple fight, fighting game if you want to sort of just make it into that. But if it's a... Uh, when you're in career mode, you need to study your opponent. You go, okay, cool, to study them, you know, all right, they're a wrestler, which means they're going to try and fucking grab you. All right, I'm just going to fucking whack them in the head a heap to disorientate them and then just smash them onto the ground. Like, I, I don't want them to try and grab me because my character as a boxer, I'm going to get the shit kicked out of me if I'm grabbed and submitted to the ground because I don't know how to get out of it or, like, he's not experienced enough to get out of them. So, like, all right, cool. As soon as he tries to come in, just fucking smash his chin in or, like, smack him on top of the head. And I'm, I'm enjoying the sort of the the same thing with Formula 1 that you have to think technique. You have to strategize what's their fighting style, what are their, you know, their more common moves because it will tell you this fighter uses a lot of roundhouse kicks. I'm like, all right, cool. So I need to duck a little bit more. Yeah. And all that sort of stuff And you stuff can like sort that. of prepare yeah, for I'm, their, I'm, uh, like, the moves they're about to come up to, especially, like, I think it changes, especially with, um, like, your Brazilian jiu-jitsu fighters, like, you know, when they're trying to do takedowns a lot more frequently than your stand-up fighters. So I think there's, there's some really interesting uh, gameplay tactics that can come into it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's it's of course the game changes when you you know, when you pick what weight your character is. If you you know, if you put them in fucking featherweight, then they're gonna be real fucking quick and they might do more takedowns. You put them in fucking heavyweight, then there's gonna be a lot of brawling. Oh yeah. <laughs> and lots of roundhouse kicking, which I'm really enjoying. Um, yeah, <laughs> look, there there is uh, a lot of fun. I will say that I haven't enjoyed so much the grapple system, um, which oh, uh, fucking stupid. <laughs> So a lot of the a lot of the um, like the stand up fighting I think is amazing. Like there's a lot of fun to it. There's some um, there's some strategy involved. The, each of your individual body parts has like has health to it. So at one stage I like uh, got a TKO because I just completely beat on this guy's knee um, for and, and like yeah just like crippled his front leg so he couldn't stand um, and that was um, TKO uh, but um, but like so the, each of the different body parts has different health so if you punch them in the head all day long then they, you know they'll, you'll get closer and closer to a knockout if you're punching them in the body they'll start to bruise up and all the rest of it so there is very like it is that tactical gameplay like you used to get in boxing um, like the boxing yeah. sims but um, yeah, so I think it's it's a lot of fun. But when you move from there to the grapple, like the grapple has these, it's almost like mini games within it. And, you know, the, you, you lose all of this technical combination of like, you know, actual combos like you'd find in a Mortal Kombat or a you know, Street Fighter or something like that, that where you push a combination of buttons, you get a particular move. And the grapple thing, it's very much a control this thing so it goes over the top of the other guy's thing. And that's a mini game. And it's, it just... It becomes com- something completely different, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't... Yeah, that, that's probably the best way of saying it, and, and I sort of wish I hadn't already made my video. Um, <laughs> but it, it it's so fluid standing, yeah. but then when you get thrown to the ground and you're on the ground, you've, you've, you're essentially given three options to what you want to do. Do you want to submit to the attacker, or do you want to try and put them in a submissive hold if you're an attacker? Mm. Do you want to try and kick yourself out and get back up standing up or do you want to go into a ground and pound sort of mode and it's like quickly pick an option that you want to pick and 
if you're going up against a, a skilled fucking grappler and you're not a and you're a fucking boxer, you're not getting off the ground unless the fucking round ends. Yeah. Because they're so quick and moving on the ground, it's like, all right, why give me an option? All right, to to do anything if they're too quick to react to my things. I should if if they want to fucking try and grapple me, I'm gonna elbow them in the fucking side of the head until they let go. And seeing as you're a fucking my character's all top heavy, I'm like I should be cracking a fucking skull open with my elbow. Um, it's just it's not fluid because as soon it's not as well that it's not fluid, but it also it comes out of nowhere as well half the time. Um, I was doing a sort of just a random fun uh, match myself against um, Khabib, the guy who fucking beat out Conor McGregor. I, I fucking smashed his face open. He's covered in blood. He's woozy as fuck. And then half a second later, he picks me up and throws me to the ground. I'm like, hang on, you're about to pass out. How can you do that? Yeah, there's been a the couple game- of moments like that, especially like, um, yeah, you, you sm- like I, I focused on building up a lot of the uh, the punches from my character, and um, yeah. got a couple of got a you know landed a couple of hooks or uppercuts where you like um, you you'll send them into this sort of almost like pre knockout phase. And then you try and like you, you try and get back on them again, like to to really sort of hammer it home and knock them out. And it just it doesn't work in the same way. They kind of recover their health because like really quickly. It's just it's a really bizarre mechanic, like that whole stamina, like because yeah, it's a, like a stamina versus health kind of thing, and it's this combination of that. Yeah, when plus you when timing. you whack them in the head hard enough or something, their stamina drops, yeah. but it recharges pretty quick. So you have that recharge time to essentially jump on them but even and even then you don't do it in time yeah. they'll they'll just block them. i i've i've yeah i've not managed to actually knock somebody down during those times yet because they they move quickly away and within like three to five seconds they are recovered and ready to fight again and it just it kind of takes a little bit of that um that pressure play uh out of the occasion and there's no sort of function where you can mm. like rush on a character which would be really good like you know you know quickly quick step into them um, because you know, oh, I'm going to run at them or ju- you know, jump on them or something like that. There's none of that that functionality, and it just it, it basically, I think the whole system is designed that you are supposed to knock them and then uh, do a takedown on them, so you're down into the grapple and then finish them from there. So it's kind of like building this progressive thing to, yeah. to one direction, and that just feels a little bit forced. Like I should be able to, as a stand-up fighter. Uh, you know, daze them or stun them and then finish them while they're on their feet like that should be an option for me and it it really isn't within the game um so i think I th- yeah if you if you're playing as a striker you shouldn't be forced to go onto the ground to take them out i'm like no no i want to i want to fucking uppercut them and kick them in the yeah. head and they should just fucking fall like a sack of shit and you do get once you level up your characters because i played a fuckload of this mm. I've leveled up my character's uh, leg strength. Uh, his, his leg speed's still quite slow, but his leg strength is quite strong. And he's a fucking boxer. <laughs> and I've, I've done... There's, there's multiple sort of slow-mo clips of me doing a jumping roundhouse kick, smacking them in the head, and they're just... They're out. They're dead. Yeah. Um, and you, you sort of... You get to that point when you just keep sort of... This game has that perfect sort of mentality of, you know, just one more round or one more match against someone else. Yeah. Uh, and then by the time you start leveling up your character, he becomes a brick. Well, mine's a brick shit out. Yeah. And, and look, um, I, I will say it's, it's a lot of fun to do that, but it does take, it is like, 
it gets very it's slow and monotonous. Yeah, it gets very draggy because every time you have a fight, um, you have to you do four weeks of essentially simulated you know training and whatever else and hyping up for the fight to get ready for it and you know learning new moves and all the rest of it and that's that's fine at the beginning when you're still learning the game. But, you know, as soon as you're into the game, you know, you spent four to five hours playing the game, you kind of just want to keep fighting. And I think that um, that routine of, you know, train, hype, you know, learn new moves, fight. Like, I, you know, I had a stage where, like, two fights in a row were both knockouts in the first round. Um, so it's, you know, it's you know, 45 minutes of preparing for, you know, a two-minute fight. And it just... I mean, yes, it's it's very much like real life, but <laughs> it's just it's yeah, just yeah. a little bit. I don't think that aspect of it like translates well into uh, the simulated experience. I, I will say as well one of the one of the things I do like about it though, with I think the record I've got at the moment is seventeen seconds into the first round. Um, but if your character becomes one of those fighters that you walk in round one, bang, it's done. Like you know, round over, there's no back and forth you're not even making it to round two your fans some of your a lot of your fans will go like yeah you know fuzzy went in there and he fucked him up and he got out good job but a lot of them actually start to come back going okay i think that round was rigged um or i didn't spend 1600 dollars for for my seats for a 10 second match stuff like that so you can actually upset your fans by just going in and knocking them out and walking out. Yeah, it's, um, which yeah. I thought was a cool mechanic. It's, oh, look, there is some of that stuff, and like there is, it's very much a like it's simulating the whole lifestyle of um, of UFC. So yep. there's oh, shit, a yeah. lot of that managing social media expectations. There's you know connecting with people within the industry. So you know if you are you know somebody that's into UFC culture or uh, follows it quite closely, I think you'll get a really big kick out of that because you can you know make friends with people and spar with them and learn their moves and all the rest of it. I think that's that's a really uh, a really cool mechanic it's something that's missing from say um say like a simulator like yeah f1 2020 like there is almost next to no uh no personality to it um whereas this game sort of oozes that that specific personality type yeah yeah if uh, that's that's the thing as well with this game like yes it's a fighting sim but when you're fighting in each round, you, like, the commentators are coming over and they're saying, that was a good block, that was a good kick, and it's constant flowing commentary as well. It's not like, yeah. uh, you know, when you played those old WWE games, oh, that was good. Yeah. Oh, yep, <laughs> yep. Oh, he's going for a special. It's it's constant flowing dialogue where you play Formula One. The only thing you're hearing is your pit crew going, you know, your partner's pitted or you've got a damaged wing. You're not hearing sort of, you know, you know, crafty and shit like that, commentating on what's happening in the race. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's I, I like that yeah. aspect of it. I think it's um, it's really good that they have uh, included it in this one. Like it, it just gives you a sense of who you are and in context for what's going yeah. on in the game. Um, I will say that there's a bunch of like after going out of the career mode. I think there's some really cool uh, options for game modes. Um, there are like you know, your your just regular fight modes. Um, you can choose to have uh, to take away the grappling from the game, which is really good as well. Um, so I did. Uh, there's a I think it's called stand and fight mode, and it's just literally you just stand up. There's no takedowns whatsoever. So I think that's a that's oh, a bit of fun. You can change and fight in different environments. So you've got the backyard fighting. Uh, you've got the Kumite fighting. <laughs> There's the under the bridge fighting and the yeah. fucking career mode. Yeah, the, the Kumite fighting though. Have you tried that out? No, that's like in a temple or something. Yeah, it's it? it's basically like an like like blood sport. Um, so the JCVD classic. 
uh, blood sports. Um, you can, uh, yeah, you basically fight in an underground cave with, you know, with flames and drum beats and all sorts of stuff. And you literally have a Fuck. Mortal Kombat announcer that's in there going, oh, brutal punch. And just like, yeah, it's really, uh, it's really quite a fun experience. So there's less commentary, but it is very aesthetically pleasing. Um, I think that's... Uh, yeah, all right, I'm going to give that one a look because I've just been doing the, the traditional sort of yeah. uh, game mode. I'm not doing the, the sort of the more arcade couch game yeah, mode. Yeah, absolutely. Look, I, I think, yeah, yeah. There's, there's some, um, yeah, some really cool modes within this game. Uh, they give you the same experience. As, as as we said before, though, like, you know, you need to learn the characters because all of their movesets are different. So if you push a, a certain button combination expecting something, it will be different per character. They all have their own special moves. You're going to have to learn them and figure out what's going on. I think that's a really cool aspect to this game, but it is something that will uh, will take a bit of time um, to adjust to for, uh, for new players. So... Um, yeah, definitely something in there. Um, I think if I if I have to give this one a rev, like a review score uh, early on, I'm, I'm probably going to say three point five. I think it's a it's a yeah. it's a really fun sim, but I think having played quite a few hours of it in a short space of time, I think that it runs out of steam very quickly. Um, so okay. like yeah, it'll it'll be good to have as an experience that I can go back to regularly and go oh you know what I feel like you know punching somebody up, uh, <laughs> so you know you can go and, you can go and play that for a little bit and then put it down and walk away. It's kind of like F one as mm. well. Like I can go and play that for a little bit, pick it up, you know, have a good time with it, you know, play a couple of hours and then put it down and, and think about something else. It is that simulator experience that you don't. I, I, I think you're always going to struggle capturing people for any you know, extended periods of time um, you know, when there's other things on. It doesn't have that story or that depth to it that you, you find in some other games. Yeah, yeah, and that makes sense. Like um, we previously, you and I just played some Formula One and me and you were, were having a bit of a shit talk as we were going like, oh, look, I just beat you on the softs. Look, look at this. And I don't think you're necessarily get that with UFC because UFC you get a lot of anger out of each other because I'll just fucking kick the shit out of you fuck off. Yeah. where you can't do co-op in this yeah. <laughs> with F1 you can both be on the same team and you can still smack talk but if you finish 1-2 you're, you're going to be fucking laughing <laughs> yes what about yourself uh, review wise yeah. yeah review wise for me um, I don't like the grappling mode uh, when, it, when as soon as I hit the ground I find myself what the fuck are you doing That get up you moron like that's my that's me fucking explaining <laughs> Um, and the the cosmetics, at first I'm like, look, I don't mind. I, I don't need to have fucking neon pink and green, you know, gladiator shorts. But then you realize, all right, cool. If you want your character to, to walk into the octagon and respectfully bow to his opponent or, or do something that doesn't make your character seem like a giant douche, then you need to get fucking microtransactions. And I'm like, hang on, no, no, no. It's it's very similar to NBA 2K20, where hey, you want to wear plain old Com- Converse high tops on the court? That's six dollars. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's 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 pretty bad. It's got the, it's got that feel to it, where like the game is fantastic, the game is fun. Um, you don't need, unlike NBA 2K20, you don't need to use fucking the same currency to buy clothes to upgrade your player. Your fighter will naturally upgrade as you keep connecting the same, you know, jab if you're a boxer. Your jab will go from one star to five. I like that. Like fucking fantastic That's jab. really cool. Like, if yeah. you, you keep doing this, like, you know, if you keep hitting, you know, good shots with a particular punch or a kick or whatever it is, you do that move and they will reward you with experience with that specific move. 
Um, and then you yeah, can you level up and you master. Yeah, I, I think that's a really like the the upgrading RPG elements for it. I think are amazing. I think they've done a really good job in focusing on that. Um, and again, it customizes those specific fighters to your specific fight style. Um, you're rewarded for doing yeah. the same thing. So that's that's really cool. It's, it is very much that. Uh, training and experience kind of thing that you would simulate um, as in real life. That's how real life happens. Yeah, rather than spending, you know, whatever the fucking V-Bucks are or whatever in fucking NBA 2K20 to increase your fucking three-point shooting. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah, yeah, so if you want to do any of the the actual customization for outfits or for entrances or taunts or whatever like that, you need to either level up your character and hope you get something in those... Because you get, like, leveling up boxes every time you level up um, or or microtransactions. But um, other than that, I'm giving it a 4. It's it's near a 4.5 for me, but it's, it's... Definitely a solid force between the four and the four point sure. fives. It's I'm I'm fucking loving it. I, I went to bed at about twelve thirty one night, just sitting up and fucking. <laughs> Very excited for it. Yeah, look, I I, yeah. I, I gave it a three point five. It's one of those three point five pushing fours. I think it's more that like extended experience that's probably brought it down for me. Um, yeah, we've we've yep. shared a couple of um, cool videos between each other. Like yeah, just oh hey, check out this cool move and. Uh, yeah. Jack, you fucking kick a dude in the face, and you could just see mist and blood spray off his Very, face. And he just does yeah. those. He does that comical drop, yeah. not like a fall. He just drops out of the street. It's it's very funny. It's very uh, Rocky movie kind of like yeah you know, experience. Yeah, those. I think some of those things are really cool. Like I just yeah, like it just. As I get with a lot of Sims, I think I hit my wall. Like there's a there's a there's a entry level that you go. Okay, I need to learn this thing and get experienced with it to get better at it. And then there's a like a a wall of interest that you hit, and it's like, well, I know I can get better, but that just means that I have to commit the next twenty to thirty hours of every week playing this game over and over again, or I have to invest in new you know a new controller or you know for racing games a new steering wheel. Like that's that level that you have to get to if you want to you know, get better or much better than you already are and i just i if you got to get good yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you want to get good yeah <laughs> and yeah i i don't think i really want to commit to a lot of that stuff so i i hit a an interest level that just goes well yeah i've had fun with it and i've had enjoyed my experience but i think that experience is enough for me without investing more of my actual cash or time uh to get better yeah no that, that that's fair enough that makes yeah. sense yeah uh, but there we go. So that's uh, UFC 4. So uh, that is out this week. As soon as this uh, this podcast drops, it'll be available. If you're into UFC, I think people who like UFC are into the culture will absolutely love this game. Others, uh, if you're into fighting games, it's it's a solid sim fighter. I think you'll, you'll have a lot of fun with it too. Mm, yeah, definitely. And it's... Uh, it, it's- going through and making a video and just seeing all these awesome knockouts that you do you're just going fuck I remember that hit that was a good hit <laughs> I'm looking forward to the video mate it should be out shortly I'm sure um, but yes, yes. Uh, we'll check that out with much interest well that's it for us this week we have been uh, well, we've had a lot of fun talking about games and getting into it we'll be back next week to talk uh, obviously Troy uh, the Total War Saga that'll be out I'll be playing that full shower this weekend and I'm sure we'll be talking about more and other different games when they arrive yeah. until such time this is Fuzzy Dan reminding you that uh, if you're not willing to invest money in microtransactions to make your character look slightly cooler you gotta get good and this is Judy reminding you to play with each other and to play with yourself <laughs>